0: Greetings, urban farmers, gardeners, and healthy food visionaries. Farmer Greg here, and welcome to the 781st episode of the Urban Farm Podcast, where every day we work together to educate and inspire you to become part of your food revolution. Today on our podcast, we have someone who brings a passion for health into a healthy snack business. We're talking with Alexandra Kuttner about how you are what you eat. Alexandra is a health enthusiast and entrepreneur. As the creator of Everyday Treats, she is driven to promote health and longevity and is a true believer and activist of You Are What You Eat. Her passions run deep and her journey to entrepreneurship was created through wanting to spread health to her community and eventually the world. Welcome to the show today, Alexandra. Are you ready to rock?
1: Thanks, Greg. I am. I'm excited. Let's do it. Awesome.
0: So I shared a bit about you. Can you fill in the blanks for us and share more about the path you took to get where you're at today?
1: Absolutely. So my health journey actually began when I was younger. I would say 16, 17 in high school, I was very overweight. I was about 65 pounds over what I am now. I'm now 34. So being overweight as a younger girl was was tough. And difficult. I grew up in Miami and growing up in the 90s, where everything is packaged and processed. Coming from a European household, my family never allowed for me to eat anything that wasn't organic or clean. So, the rebellion that I am, <laughs> I would go to Burger King after school with the money that my parents would give me, McDonald's, Taco Bell, and I would overeat because I had access to these foods at the time. Once I became a little bit more educated, and I wasn't feeling so good. I wasn't able to run with my friends or do any physical activity. I realized that I needed to make a change. So upon making that change, the first thing that I did was I started a diet. And I don't really like the word diet because, like I said, I'm a health enthusiast, and I believe that not one, fi- one size fits all. But I was put into a box at that time for a diet in order for me to lose the weight. So I actually went to LA Weight Loss at the time. It was a company back in the 90s, early 2000s that helped you lose weight. They would put you on a program and then you weigh yourself every week. So that's how I started. They gave me a certain guideline. I followed it. And then I eventually shed the weight.
0: In order for me- for, Hold on, before you go any further, sure. what was the spark that had you think, oh, I got to do something about this?
1: My family was concerned that I was overweight for mm-hmm. my size. I'm 5'4", and I was weighing 185 pounds. So I was considered obese at the time. And my family was just like, this isn't healthy. This isn't sustainable for your lifestyle, for you, for your genetics. No one in my family is overweight. So it definitely was directly linked to what I was consuming and the mm-hmm. lifestyle that I was living. So,
0: Yeah. Because for a 16-year-old, that's a pretty big realization to have and actually choose to change. So good for you.
1: Thank you. It was. And like I said, I did have the help. And I don't regret going to that company, LA Wheat Loss. It did help me. And sometimes you need to start. You start always start somewhere. So. you need a guideline. And then there's nuance there that you can figure out what your body needs, because not everyone's body is the same. And that's what I am a full and big believer in that everybody's different. So I started with that I lost the weights, and I became more physically active, I started having more of a passion for physical fitness as well for my mental health, because being on a diet or having any sort of restrictions, especially as a younger adult was tough. So I channeled all of like my frustrations into I started boxing when I was younger. So I would box and run and get all of that bodily energy that I needed to to release. And also which helped me lose weight. I continue that to this day. And like I said, I've kept off 65 pounds. I'm now 33. So it's been about 15 years or so that wow. I've kept it off.
0: And you cruise. So we were driving through Weaverville recently, Heidi, and I saw this person blow past my car and I stopped and was like, hold on, Heidi, I think that's Alexandra. And then a little while (laughs) later, you blew by us again. You were really cruising.
1: Yes. Running has been created from this from when I was younger, you Mm -hmm. know, losing this weight and getting this lifestyle. And I hope to run for as long as I can. And if not, when I can't run, I'll walk because movement is medicine.
0: Yeah, that's another thing
1: I fully believe movement is medicine and you can't have a healthy lifestyle without movement and you can't have a healthy lifestyle without you are what you eat you know and that being said I definitely have eliminated a lot of things that in the past I haven't had fast food in over 11 years for example not even a french fry I won't do it I eliminated seed oils sunflower oil all of the commercialized oils. I only eat avocado oil, butter, and olive oil. These changes have really helped me with inflammation. I obviously started my business every date, which we'll discuss because I don't eat any refined sugars. Um, So yeah.
0: Wow. And how long is this? Every date is your company. Yes. Every date, D-A-T-E. And is this your first company?
1: This is my first. Yes. My first
0: company. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you so much. How did that happen?
1: So it started actually, well, it go, it is in symbiosis with my healthy lifestyle and my entire ethos as a person. So I always eat super healthy. I cook at home. I'd say 80% of my meals but even more, I'd say 90% of my meals I cook at home. That way I can structure and know exactly what's going into my body. Cause again, you are what you eat. Mm-hmm. I do eat organic, non-GMO. I try to eat locally. The farmers are oh, incredible. Yeah. The people surrounding us is incredible. So we're able to have access to these foods. One night I was home and I wanted to create a dessert for my partner and I, that was refined sugar-free. He's Israeli actually. And in, in Israel, they eat a lot of dates. And in the Middle East, they eat a ton of dates. So he actually showed me dates just by themselves, pitted dates or dates with the pit in the freezer. And it changes the complete consistency of the date and and texture, flavor. They're incredible in the freezer. So I started with that. And then I started looking on the internet. And actually, dates have had a huge rebranding, I would say. And they're getting so involved in the dessert. Creations. One night I just started creating things and then I came up with Every Date is my business, which we sell date, sweet, and chocolate
0: truffles. And I do have to say they're absolutely incredible. You and I met at the Weaverville Farmers Market. And, we did. And you gave me a little taste and that was all over. I was like, all yes. right, I want some. So we bought from you a couple of times. They're very nice.
1: Yes. Thank you for your support. Yes. So Every Date is a date, sweet, and chocolate truffle with a hundred percent ceremonial grade cacao. And what ceremonial grade cacao means is that it is 100% in its purest form, unrefined, hand-picked and sun-dried in South America from small farms. Wow. Yes. So the cacao itself is extremely potent, powerful, impressionable, healthy on your body. And the dates, of course, are superfood. They are full of 30 times the antioxidants of blueberries and in, in the product, high protein, refined sugar-free. We have nuts in there. I can't give you my entire secret recipe, but you have to try uh-huh. them. <laughs> but yes, they're high protein, refined sugar-free, um, beautiful treats that I hope that the world can understand that you don't need the cane sugar or the refined sugars. You can just pick off a fruit off of your tree or have access to dates or every date, any type of natural sugar
0: mm-hmm. versus
1: what things that cause inflammation. And anyone that has diabetes or any ailments that they can't have sugar um, is started my passion project for every date.
0: So every date is your passion project. How has the community responded so far?
1: Wow. Great question, Greg. So the community, I was hesitant to understand. I, I wasn't sure that everyone had the palate for every date. But like, as I said before, where we are in Weaverville, Asheville area, people really do support locally and do have more of a, there's a lot of nuance there. They have more of a natural palate, I would say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the response from the community has been overwhelmingly positive. I wow. have sold out at every farmer's market to this day. The business is very fresh, only six months old, and the local community has been obsessed with the product. I even have a very touching story to tell you that just happened to me this past market on Saturday. Please. Uh, yes. A gentleman actually approached us. He smelled date. He saw the, the, the dates. He was very interested as we put out the samples for everyone to see, taste. And he approached us and he said, hi, how are you? My name is John Doe. I recently was diagnosed with cancer and I can't have any sugar. Can I please sample it? I need this product. I'm going through this health issue and I really need something to sweeten up my life. And I said, wow, that is incredible. Please try. He tried it and he ended up purchasing and he told me, he looked me in the eyes and he said, thank you for doing this for people like me that can't have sugar at the moment. I'm going through this and that. I, it really is so important and I'm so thankful and grateful that you have started this business and done this wow. and that goes back to the passion project of I know that this is my purpose part of my purpose is to provide people with the alternative people that have diabetes or cancer God forbid or any of these things I know that every date there is accessible to them and as I said originally and when you introduced me thank you so much be so beautifully I do eventually want to be able to reach out to the world and get this everywhere so that everyone has access to a healthy treat because these are the things that people should be eating. Ancestrally we didn't have these processed things. We had only what nature provided us.
0: Yeah. You said something in your bio, your passions run deep and your journey to entrepreneurship was created through wanting to spread health to your community and eventually the world. Yes. Now, I have a passion project called Transforming Our Global Food System. That's a pretty big project, and I can't do it alone. That's why I do the (laughs) podcast. But eventually, getting this to the world, where did that come from for you? Because that's not something a normal person thinks about. It's like, how do I transform the world?
1: And it sounds like that's where you're at. Yes, that is where I'm at. I, I can't, I don't know. I've, I can say I've always had a special sauce. Since I was little, I always knew mm-hmm. that I was destined to, I would say I'm, I influence people easily, even my in my inner circles. I'm a very passionate person, and especially for obviously health and longevity, as we spoke about. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I think that the world should be able to access these healthy treats, even in a more poverty-driven place, I want them to be able to access not just a 50 cent Snickers bar, but to be able to eat a date or even if they don't have every date, at least I can spread the word that nature's candy, nature provides fruit, fructose. You don't need to go and have all of these processed things. These aren't the things that we were meant to eat.
0: Yeah. And by the way, Snickers bars are no longer 50 cents. (laughs) True.
1: Inflation is real.
0: One of the things that I love are M&M's. Yeah, I, m I are great. Yeah, and I eat M&M's maybe once every two, year to two. So I, I don't eat them a lot. And I haven't for a long time. In fact, I used to sneak. My little brother had little packets at his office when I was in Phoenix. So I'd sneak yeah. one, or one of those from him occasionally. So I don't eat them very often. But I went looking for a packet of M&M's the other day. It was $3. Wow. For a pack of M&Ms. And so this stuff isn't cheap anymore.
1: No. Okay. So that even more comparable to every date. Every date is about 350 a ball. You're getting all of the nutrition, superfood complexity of actual health versus an empty calorie sugar bomb that isn't good for you that causes your body to go into inflammation, et cetera. But I do agree with you. There is anything going cold turkey is never successful. So if Mm -hmm. you want to have an M&M here and there every couple of years, once a year, I I am a full believer that you should do what your body is asking you to do at the moment. 90% of the time, try and not eat those things because with the obesity rates and the cancer rates and all of those things that's just eating properly and eating organic food and sugar, sugar is really a main driver for all of these cells to be damaged and cause mm-hmm. all of these things in our bodies, all of uh, as I said before, all of this inflammation. So definitely That's love, love a good MM and m here and there, but right. I would definitely say.
0: And now you're talking processed sugar.
1: Yes, correct. Processed sugar. Yes. because Of course you dates have natural sugar. Absolutely. They do, but they do not spike the insulin since they are high in fiber and the way that our bodies process the dates, our insulin levels actually stay low and the glucose levels as well.
0: Got it. And w- when you say you are what you eat, what do you mean by that?
1: It just says, as clear as it sounds, as simple as it is, you literally are what you eat, what you put into your body. And it goes a little bit more, it is a little bit more complex because you are what you eat, you are what you do, you are what you consume. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing for me is definitely you are what you eat. And when I say that is think about it. If you put uh, two su- test subjects, test subject, a test subject B, and you only gave test subject a McDonald's for their entire life, you would see, or even not even so extreme, not even McDonald's, just eating from processed foods, nothing fresh, nothing organic, nothing, no connection to the earth. Mm-hmm. You're so far gone that your body is so inflamed, unhealthy, you're generationally, even if you may be, some people have a misconception and they think that the way you physically look correlates to how healthy you are, but that's not the case. I'm not talking about being perfect physically or being perfect. There's a lot of nuance there. I want you to eat from the earth. Know where your food is coming from. Do you know where this food is coming from? How long has this food been sitting on the shelf? What are you, is, is it a lie? What is it? You know, can you track all of these things? What's what oils are in there? That's my biggest piece of advice for anyone in general. You are what you eat. Read labels, know what you're eating. Know where you're getting your food. And then there's test subject B. Eats from the land eats organic food. Obviously, like I said, there's no 100% solution. 80% of the time is eating from the land. 80% of the time is eating fruits and vegetables, protein, Eat, whether it be animal protein, plant protein, etc. cetera. There's no one diet fits all, but please mm-hmm. know where you're eating, what you're eating and where your food is coming
0: from. Amen to that. And where can we get every dates at?
1: So every dates, we are in a few farmers market here in Asheville and Weaverville, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So we do four a week. And really? as well. Yes, we do four which, a
0: week. Which four, just so I know.
1: Yes, absolutely. So we do Tuesday, West Asheville. We do Wednesday, Weaverville, we do Friday, East Asheville Market, and then Saturday, Black Mountain Market.
0: Oh great. You're at Black Mountain. That's a cool market. Yeah. So they're all cool markets, but uh,
1: yes, they're all amazing. As I said before, where we live, we're just so lucky. The local food movement is
0: is impressionable. Oh, it's mind-blowing.
1: It really is.
0: Yeah. When I arrived here in December of 2021 to check out the farm that we bought and spend a few days here, a couple of things that happened for me. One was there was a billboard that said, your local farm is open. Download the app. Wow. Whoa, they have an app for local farms in Asheville? Yeah, it's and incredible. The, right? And then the other one was the other billboard that I saw. These are the big billboards by the side of the road. The other big billboard that I saw said, get your local compost from us. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. They had a billboards, and I saw it multiple times. They had billboards for local compost, I was like, "Wow, what am I getting myself into here? This is cool."
1: Yes, absolutely. I felt the same way when we moved when we came from Miami to visit. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said before previously, my parents are European, so I would go to Europe every summer. My mom's from Spain, and being an American child that grew up in America, when I would go to Spain and I would eat the food, I would eat even the vegetables. I would. Taste such an incredible, impressionable difference in flavor. Mm-hmm. The, the food actually had flavor, and I, so then when I would come back to the United States, I was shocked. Not- this what exactly? What is this cucumber? This has no flavor. What is this strawberry? It tastes like water. So when I came to Asheville, the Asheville area, I finally had that sense of flavor in the food because it's farm to table. And the practices here are regenerative and everyone really cares. And so that was one of the biggest drivers for us to move here and know that eventually, look, every date came from here in this society.
0: Awesome. And what's your website?
1: So the website is everydatetreats.com. And our Instagram is at everydate828.
0: So I'm going to shift on you. And I'd like for you to talk about a time you failed how you overcame that failure and what you might've learned from it.
1: Okay, we can obviously bring it right back to when I was overweight and younger. I would say that was my biggest failure and my biggest success because that changed who I am now today and created everything that I am passionate for. So I would, yeah, I would consider that when I was younger, that was my biggest failure, letting myself get to that point of almost not being connected to my true self eating and not really knowing, as I said, you can see that I'm so passionate about what I eat and what I do. And at that time I felt very lost and that in itself felt like a failure, but then at the same time, my greatest success, because it brought me here and I was able to show myself that I, anything I put my mind to and Actually, put into practice because it's one thing to say, Oh, I can do, I would love to do this, but do I actually put in the work every single day? And that's one thing you have to look inside yourself, and only you know what you do, and you know what you eat, and behind closed doors, what you're doing, et cetera. Yeah, I, I don't really consider anything a failure in life, but a lesson. But I would say that was one of my hardest times dealing with that and going through that journey. But it also brought me where I am today.
0: Yeah. And how has those past experiences impacted your business and how's your business doing?
1: Business is doing so well, as I said before, like I'm so humbled by the support of the community. And yeah, I I, I, be losing that weight and being a part of that process and journey really just solidified something in me that I know for the rest of my life, I will continue on this path and I won't deter from it. And I hope that I can help other people have that same switch in their brain change and never go back because it, it really is a lifestyle and that's what people need to understand. It's not, oh, one month I can eat a certain way and I'm gonna be better. It's for the rest of our lives, we're always changing. New information is being released. Also, every seven years, your body changes, your cells change. You need to listen. I was vegan for six years, and then recently I started eating dairy and fish. It it really depends. You have to listen to your body, but you have to stay committed to a healthy lifestyle if you want longevity.
0: And how is your business coming along? What challenges have you had, and what does that process look like?
1: So challenges have growth trying to not grow so quickly so that I can eventually get to, to be able to provide the world with this product, get into some supermarkets, eventually some co-ops, like our local co-op is, is a goal for me. i am trying to scale slowly. I have a lot of demand. I feel bad not being able to provide sometimes, as I said, i sell out every market and I scale up every time, but I don't want to compromise the product, the integrity of the product. So that would, I would say that's my big, biggest challenge at the moment, just trying to scale up appropriately.
0: Wow. For somebody young that has never had a business to actually know that what you just shared that in itself is epic Thank because you. even the reason the tell me about a failure came about was because in 2004, I started a business and rather than. Starting small and scaling it up. I started big. Yes. I started a local plant nursery in Phoenix. We were doing plant wow. starts, doing little four-inch plant starts for people's gardens. And rather than starting with eight thousand plant starts the first season, we started with eighty thousand plant starts wow. the first season. And and that was in two thousand three and two thousand and four, we in January, it was beautiful outside. And in February, it rained every weekend. And so at the end of that particular season, I had 40,000 plant starts that I couldn't sell. I ended up giving them all away.
1: Yes, exactly.
0: That's a hard a- lesson to learn. That
1: is a hard lesson to learn. I'm sure but it's helped you. It's become, it's become a catalyst for your journey. I'm sure at some, in some way or another.
0: It is. But here's the interesting thing. I had a dozen businesses at that point and it took me until I was 45 or 46 to learn that lesson and having you knowing it on your first business at your young age, that is truly epic.
1: Thank you. I really appreciate that coming from you especially.
0: You bet. And what drives you?
1: Um, what drives me? Being able to influence people around me to eat better and to live a better lifestyle as we said that's really that's my main focus and that's really my biggest driver for telling people helping people providing people with these treats doing what I can in my community to be a major influence on longevity and health Mm -hmm. that's what drives
0: me absolutely cool and one final piece of advice for our listeners
1: Final piece of advice for our listeners would be, as I said before, most importantly, please read your labels when you go to the supermarket. That's the number one thing. The supermarket and the people, the big companies that are providing us with food, quote unquote, are hiding all of these horrible inflammatory ingredients in our food, whether it be in your something, let's say like a barbecue sauce. hmm. Barbecue sauce does not need to have high fructose corn syrup, even cane sugar in there. There's no need for it. Barbecue sauce should be vegetables and and tomatoes, et cetera. It shouldn't just read your labels. Most importantly, read your labels, know what you're eating, stay away from refined sugars. As I said before, sugar causes the most inflammation and our bodies just don't do well with sugar. Try to eat more natural sugars. Stay away from anything refined Yeah, and, it, and move your body.
0: And Get move some your body. movement
1: in. Move your body.
0: I saw this post on Facebook recently, and it's about Campbell's chicken noodle soup.
1: Yes. And it's a can,
0: can of Ch- Campbell's chicken noodle soup. And the label says, and I quote, contains bioengineered food ingredients right on the label
1: if that doesn't scare you even a little bit you have like bigger fish to fry really because wow yeah especially nowadays we really need look at that just read that once you read the label Mm-hmm. You should be. You already don't want it anymore.
0: Drop it like a hot mic.
1: Drop, drop it like
0: it's hot. yep yeah, exactly. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today on the show, Alexandra.
1: Thank you. It was my pleasure. I really appreciate you.
0: You bet. And you're a firecracker. You, uh, the first time <laughs> I walked by your booth, you elude magic sparklies. It's just it's. You were Thank great you so fun much. to talk to, and, and this was
1: incredible.
0: Yeah, right back at you, and. How can our listeners get a hold of you?
1: As I said before, www.everydatetreats.com mm-hmm. or my Instagram is at everydate828. And there will be a contact us information there. I would love to ship out to you, have everyone try every date eventually. And yes, I'm always available for any questions awesome. that anyone has.
0: Awesome, thank you. And you can find show notes from today's podcast at urbanfarm.org forward slash everydate.